Get ready for truth bombs and guidance from conservative leaders and entrepreneurs from God-fearing, freedom-loving, truth-telling, patriotic Americans. Welcome to Patriots with Grit. Now let's jump into today's episode with your host, Darren Ross. We're here at the Reawaken America Tour in Branson, Missouri with our newfound friend Amber May from Phoenix, Arizona. Randy, what's Amber going to talk to us about today? More about the vaccines with children. You know, this is a big topic and people got to start learning about it. You know, years ago I had family members that were like, I'm not getting my child, my child vaccinated. And we're like, these people are idiots. Their, their kids are going to get sick and die and they're not going to be able to go to school. It's all turned now. They were right. Well, we interviewed a guest earlier this morning, Lori Martin-Gregory, from... She was one of the producers of this DVD series. She said they had 73 vaccines on the childhood vaccine schedule, and now with 74. the new COVID, we're at 74. So talk to us, Amber, about oh. this whole uh, this whole debacle about where we're headed. Well, I was a believer, you know, in vaccines. You, you go to your physician, you have a baby, you go to your physician, and you're like... That's the first thing they do right after delivery. They start putting shots in your babies. And like as a new mom, especially, you don't know any better, but these professionals seem to know what they're doing. So you go with it and you have to immediately go to a pediatrician afterwards. And then they start your kid on a shot. You get half your doses by the age of 12 12 months, by one years old. You get half the doses you're gonna get. That is dumbfounding. I can't believe how many shots you get as a child. Like, now that I know what I know, it's just crazy how many shots I let happen to my children. But, you know, when all the professionals and your government and everyone's telling you this is the right thing to do, naturally you're going to do that. And COVID was the perfect example of that because all the professionals, all the media, all the doctors, well, not all, but most of them would say, get the shot, save grandma, save your friends, get the shot. And so you're thinking, okay. So you learn from, you you just know as a child, you're used to getting shots as a child. So you grow up thinking it's okay and it's safe because your parents did it for you, you. Your parents love you, right? So COVID forced my hand because I started, when my son was born is when I was hearing about the COVID, not COVID, um, the shots and autism from moms, like on my peripheral circles about autism and the shots. And I was like, I went to my doctor, I said, I heard that shots cause autism, vaccines cause autism. He's like, no, that's been debunked. Thank God for Andy Wakefield. Thank God for Clay. I never met Andy Wakefield. I didn't even know about him until Clay's event. And then watching the vaccine, I'm like, wow, our doctors get lied to by regulatory agencies. And I remember in school learning about FDR and all the regulatory agencies, and they're there for our safety, right? So we get trained and indoctrinated from childhood that these regulatory agencies are for our own good. And so when your doctor also is believing this from medical school and so the doctor's looking at these regulatory agencies to give them good medical practice to give to his patients i don't think doctors naturally want to hurt people i think it's this the training they've gotten from uh, the the medical schools because the rockefellers took it over and just kind of really ruined medicine uh, and then the regulatory agencies that were trained as going through government school, public school, that they're for our good. And then we've had this corrupt system. 
So I want to add something too. That the, the big component to all of this is, like you said, the doctors don't want to hurt anybody. But when you ask a doctor, they say, "Well, I, I learned from studies and peer reviews and all this stuff." Well, we've learned over the last couple of years that the New England Journal of Medicine, the AMA, these studies, yes, the Lancet, these studies are just. There's a something micro in the study that they adjust and they don't do the test right. And we, the public, don't understand the testing process. So the New England Journal takes this and says, okay, this drug's great for you, but that was manipulated by the pharmaceutical companies to make that come out the way they want. And that's what we found out in the documentary yep. Vaxx, that they, docu they, they altered the docs, they threw away information. Here's something I found out in my research investigating vaccines. In the FDA packet insert, they're all the same worldwide. There was an agreement made that they would all be the same, so no matter what country you go to, the package inserts will all be the same. If you go to 13.1 in the package inserts from the FDA, mm -hmm. they flat out say they don't test for cancer, they don't test if they change your genes, and they don't test if they cause infertility. That's a big deal for me. Why? Because I've had two friends I know who've had dealt with childhood cancer before the age of six. I interviewed the former director, Arizona director of vaccine safety, and she said most childhood uh, cancers come by the age of six. One out of two of those people, their children died. That was the worst funeral of my life. I've never cried so hard. That family is completely altered. And now that I've seen in 13.1 that they don't test for cancer, how disgusting. Mm -hmm. How disgusting is that? When you deal with families who have a child cancer and you're watching these kids get chemo and you're watching these families grieve over their babies and you're telling me a regulatory agency is never tested for cancer, then you want to tell me they never tested for infertility? I'm an infertility survivor. The only reason I have children is because God had mercy on me. I was married eight years before I had one child. I've had multiple miscarriages, and even the children that I've had, I was hospitalized. My life was in the balance. It was very dangerous for me to carry those pregnancies. And so I know the heartache that goes along with infertility. I know what it's like to feel less than a woman because I can't carry a child and produce a child for my husband. Even though he never made me feel that way, I felt that way. It's like a woman going through, I had my friend die of breast cancer. When they removed her breast, she told me, I feel less than a woman. And I'm like, I know that feeling because I couldn't have babies. I'm supposed to have babies. I couldn't have babies. She lost the things that made her female. And so it affects you whether, like, it didn't make, no one saw me less than, but that's how you feel going through it. And then you grieve. These people having babies around you, they invite you to the baby showers, and you don't want to feel bad. You know, you put on that happy face, but right after that baby shower, you're crying your eyes out because you can't have a child. And so the regulatory agencies aren't testing. What, what's so safe and effective about these vaccines when you haven't tested for three important things? We've learned from COVID, it changes your genes. Yep. We've learned from COVID, it affects your fertility. We've learned from COVID, you get cancer. All three in one shot. Wow. Well, we've learned from COVID, it affects your kids' psychological, emotional, and well-being because, you know, kids that, uh, my youngest daughter is 17, almost 18, and it's just, I can't tell you how many kids in that age range have just been totally twisted and tweaked and messed up because sure. of COVID. Whether it's from the lockdowns, the masks, the, the doing school at home, being away from their friends. 
so we've talked about all the stuff with everything with the medical community. I didn't know anything about the, the, the Rockefeller Foundation. I mean, I thought it was this grand, noble, you know, you know, philanthropic family organization and Rockefeller Center in New York. Oh, they were the best people on the planet. Well, you start digging and researching and, you know, digging into the, to the, to the history of the Rockefellers and their history with the medical establishment. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they basically bought know the medical community back in the, you know, early 1900s. You know, I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about any of this until like two years ago. Right. And most people don't. I mean, they, and, you know, they, what I think he started was it David Rockefeller, John, John Rockefeller. Which one started the American Cancer Society? Well, that's, that was the whole point I was going to get at, too. They, Rockefeller came up with the pharmaceutical industry and the, the, the pharmaceuticals were all petroleum-based. It was had to do with the oil and gas. Well, it's like the radar detector and the radar gun. You know, yeah. the inventor of, you know, it's like you can create one and create, create so, the problem and create the solution. So the, 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 the petroleum-based drugs cause cancer. So what does he do? Starts the American Cancer Society. So it, it's such a rotating corruption and they don't care about us. But you doing journalism and doing your research, when you were talking about some of this stuff, causing cancer in kids, the first thing I thought of is, are they doing any testing on, I guess, cross effects of putting seven drugs together in a kid that early? Well, I think that the documentaries that Dr. Annie Wakefield talks about, that, especially the Vax, because it's the three in one. And he said, he, in that documentary, he's like, let's just do the single doses because he wasn't completely against those doses now i don't know where he stands now it's been many years since he's done that documentary but exactly to your point i mean we're putting it in one in one visit you could have seven doses because they put them all in one shot because it's psychological what parent is going to look at the syringe of seven shots on their newborn baby and say go ahead do seven. That's fine. So tell, make us a painless. tell, tell no. our viewers, when you have a baby and you're in the hospital and you're ready to take Junior home, do you have to have Junior vaccinated? They do it. They start doing it right away once the childs are born. I know that, but do you have to do that before they let you go out of the I hospital? I don't know. I'm I don't know. If you don't, they turn you into CPS. This is the problem. This is the problem that's happening across America. They are kidnapping kids and trafficking them through CPS, through medical kidnapping. And we've had episodes on CPS and uh, Child Protective Services and DFS, and we're getting ready to have a whole series on on DFS. This thing's CPS. deeper. It's a whole other topic. It's it'll, huge. It'll, it'll mortify you. It will. They, they, a Georgia senator got killed over the whole thing trying to expose the trafficking of kids through CPS, and the easiest way to do that is through medical kidnapping. So here's what will happen, just to summarize it for people who are like, what's that? What happens is you go to the hospital because your kid is sick, you're trying to be the good parent, get your kid looked at. They tell you they're gonna do X, Y, Z to your kid. You're like, I don't know. I want a second opinion. I don't really want to do that. I, you know, they they kick you out of the hospital by trespassing. Your kid's still there. CPS is at a lot of children's hospitals. I know it's at Phoenix Children's Hospital. The same story. They they will turn you into CPS. You come back the next day to see your kid. They've moved your kid to a different floor, and they've now told you it's under the custody of CPS. And you know what? There's no juries in many states for CPS. When it goes to, like, uh, those 
taking kids out of the home because of medical. There's no adjudicate their own stuff. It's it's there's a judge there, but there is no jury. It's your constitutional right to be tried by a jury, not by a judge. It's a whole circle. I highly I can't what's her name? Schaefer. I think it was Senator Schaefer. It's under my website. If you go to the AmorMayShow.com, go to the resource tab, go to uh, CPS, medical kidnapping, trafficking of kids. It's under the resource tab. You're going to see the Georgia Senator's speech there. It's all You can tap the link and it's there. You can see all of these articles that I found related to um, trafficking of kids, CPS. And you can also find the research I've done on... Um, the vaccines for childhood, childhood vaccines. So, Amber, for our viewers and our audience, tell them when they're kind of on the fence, now that they're starting to hear and be awakened to what's going on, and they've been told and brainwashed and coerced and persuaded for decades, you gotta get your kid vaxxed, 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 you know, 73 times. What 74. steps would you give to current parents or to new parents to question this authority that they've been given through the news or their doctor's office and not just buy into it. And the reason I say that is because when this COVID rhetoric came out, I said I never for one day was afraid of COVID. I said my biggest fear was how fast the American people got in line, put on the mask, got the jab, did you know, went home, did everything they were told to do based on the media. And I said the media is the biggest enemy of the people. So my concern is how influential the media has been, how do you wake people up and these parents to where they don't have to get their kids vaxxed and they question it before they go through with the process? Well, I would recommend you go to icandecide.org. Say that again. Icandecide.org. Icandecide.org. And I, and, and they, I have some of their stuff on my website. There isn't, the CDC has conceded that they have never done a study on vaccinated kids versus unvaccinated wow. kids. No study has ever been done to decide if it's okay, if it's safe and effective. What are the health outcomes of the vaccinated kids versus the unvaccinated kids? And what I have heard from a physician up in Oregon, I heard him on the reawaken tour at one point, when he did his own internal study, he found that the vaccinated kids were sicker than the kids unvaccinated. No surprise. Right. So this is why they're not going to do the test, because then the parents will have a tool in their hand to go to their pediatrician. But look, the study has been done. And then that ruins the whole thing. Let me tell you something. I'm not trying to say doctors are bad. We just we, we established that this whole system needs to be fixed. They've gone to school. They've been indoctrinated, just like we've all been indoctrinated. OK, but there's a massive bonus that pediatricians get if they vaccinate 62 or 68 percent. I don't have my notes in front of me. I'll be tomorrow. Uh, percent of their kids, a hundred percent to the age of two, they get like anywhere from like forty to eighty thousand oh, dollars in bonus money. There is so much money wrapped around vaccines that if now you stop, there's so many people not getting right. paid. Well, 
Well, I will say, I mean, I truly believe most doctors are good. I think most teachers are good. But like you said, it's the system that needs fixed. It's the education system. It's the medical system. It's and, and, and the biggest thing to be concerned with is the younger generations are going into these indoctrination camps called colleges and universities. And being, elementary school now. They're being trained to be doctors. They're being trained to be teachers. They're being trained to be, you know, professors. And what do you expect when these kids come out now when they're 22, 25 years old, then having all this indoctrination, socialist, Marxist education? Right. That's the problem. Well, the, the whole COVID thing was lock, step, and key with World War II. If you saw what happened in the propaganda with World War II, they just mimicked it because it was very successful and it worked. And they did what worked. Why reinvent the wheel? So you look at that, and very smart people fell for it. Very, very smart people fell for it. So if you think about it, if you compare the mask to the gas chambers, we pretty much, not me, but most of the people just walked right to the gas chambers. I will say the hospitals were the new Auschwitz. Yes. You had the medical kidnapping of adults even. And the medical protocols, if you said, I don't want remdesivir, they gave you remdesivir, it didn't matter. You were in prison, like you were in solitary confinement if you entered that hospital. No one could see you. And then people weren't coming out. That was the Auschwitz. That was that was the ovens. That was the gas chambers. The mask was just your signal. Like I look at it as the star on your shoulder or the badge that, like if you didn't wear the mask, that was your star on your shoulder because you were different and, and, and it pointed you out, oh, you're going against the green. Those are the bad people. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. It's On the way down here yesterday, we were dealing with, I have a family member that's 91, and he wasn't breathing very well, and he has heart problems, and, you know, my mom helps take care of him, and she called the doctor, and, of course, the first thing they said was, has he had a COVID test? Has he had the vaccine? Has he had the flu vaccine? I'm like, whatever happened to what's his blood pressure, what's his vitals, you know, what's what's his pulse ox? It's like, it's immediately, they go to COVID test, COVID vaccine, flu vaccines, they go to money, 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 and it never ends. Did you know the flu vaccines have two doses of mercury in them? I've heard that. I've heard there's mercury. mercury in the vaccines, yes. I mean, mercury we know it's poison. Your body. It's poison. It is. We know that when you had the mercury thermometers oh, yeah. and you dropped it, you don't just pick it up. You, you, there was a protocol in place on how you clean that thermometer. There's uh, a Rob, reason why we're not using them anymore. Robert F. Kennedy can talk a lot about that. I yeah, believe. I'm so, sure he can. So give us your website one more time. So it's theambermayshow.com. The Show, A-M-B-E-R-M-A-Y show.com. Theambermayshow.com. I'm the Amber May. And then you've got that on, that's a podcast? Yeah, I'm on Frank's Speech. I'm on Rumble, Bridie on BitChute. Okay. All right. Podbean. All right, Amber. Thank you for joining us. Thank Thank you you. so much for having me on your show today, guys. Thank you for joining us again on the Patriots with a Good Show live from Reawaken America Tour, Branson, Missouri. We'll see you on the next episode. See you.